Ready? Action. Action. It is me, the devil, Why watching you TikTok. Stuff? I'm watching TikTok. Oh. Well, we're trying to record an episode. <sighs> I know. Welcome to the Jesus. Ticket Booth Podcast. I am Tevin. Mm-hmm. And I'm James. Yay. Huzzah. And we're talking about a movie, so spoilers. Yes, we are. <sighs> What's the movie? What is the movie? Yep. This is a... Uh, Actually, it didn't come out in the 90s, did it? It was mm, early 2000s. 2001 or 2002. Which one? I think it was... Let me look it up. I think it was actually uh, 2018. That's not... We don't talk about that one. 1999. Oh, so the 90s. It was the 90s. This is a gem of the 90s. Yeah, I mean, barely, but it was. But I mean, still. Like, I mean, I even still think... I don't know if it's just because I was when I was growing up, but like... The 90s to like early 2000s, they had a certain vibe. They did. Like and, there really wasn't like a change. And they were all cheesy action movies. Yep. So spoilers. Spoilers. So what movie is this one? The Mummy. The Mummy. Starring, not the Tom Cruise Not the one. Tom Cruise one. Fuck that. Starring Brendan Fraser. Yep. Who's having a comeback. Who, holy hot shit. What? This movie made a shit ton of money. Oh, I'm sure it did. It was very it's, successful. Its budget was $80 million. Yeah. And in the box office, it made over $400 million. Yeah. Damn, no wonder they tried bringing it back. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, it was because it, it did the... Actually, this may even, in some ways, been one of the first kind of family action flicks. Kind of set off a trend a little bit. Probably. Because uh, this was before a National Treasure, or, right? Or one of the first that did it really well. Yeah, or, National or Treasure was even, way later. let's just say, financially successful. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe the one that was like, oh, see, you can do it. Oh, yeah. National Treasure was 2004. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, Damn. So what did you think about this movie? What? What did yeah. you think about it? Well, I asked you. Well, I think so. it's crazy that Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 60%. Okay. That's what I think. Well, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I was you were just telling me, you were asking me my thoughts. If I'm being honest, I actually, yeah. I haven't seen this movie since I was a child. Yeah. So, I went in understanding and being aware that I probably enjoyed it through nostalgia. Okay. Um, But, I, I don't know. It was not nearly as scary as like nine-year-old me thought. Oh, this movie was terrifying. I, I, this movie used to keep me awake at night. I was so scared. So when I was a kid, so let's see, I would have been seven years old when it came out. And my mom was a big Brendan Fraser fan. So we had this movie. So it was probably like at well, least I, a year yeah, after I, I had, was We had eight. this movie too. Um, and yeah, I remember, I remember also, I do remember when it came out, there was a lot of buzz about it. Everyone was talking about the mummy. Because I remember like the big like sand, you know, face thing. It was like, Whoa. well, I mean, Universal turned it into no. a ride shortly after. Um, this movie was huge. But the thing is, is like I couldn't watch it. I kept getting too scared that I would have to like leave. I would leave because I'd get too scared. I, I would I would close my um, I remember like the scarabs and stuff. Yeah, I that's, would straight up close my eyes like all I would. This movie is probably what introduced me to watching like horror movies with a blanket yeah. so I could just like hold it. Yeah, the scarabs were terrifying. Like particularly when the um what's that one guy's name? They they're 
their little friend, the one that was like Donnie. No, Donnie's. I don't know. Not not Benny. Benny. Not, not my little buddy Benny. Um, the um, the like the prison guard guy, Doctor Ardith. Nope. The Terrence who Henderson. dies by the scarab, so he I pulls know, them I'm off. I'm looking at the cast, Warden God. I can't find it. It's I, a Warden, yeah. Warden, yeah. That's God the, Hassan. Yeah. So his death in particular, like with like the scarabs, that's about as far as I could get into the movie, which is actually kind of near the beginning. Um, It's in the first little bit. Yeah, it's early, early on. The other thing that I was surprised in that I don't remember is how much of the time is spent... Before the actual like mummy is doing mummy shit. There's a lot of setup. There is a whole bunch of setup um, in this movie. And it's but it doesn't seem like I mean the set okay. The setup for it all is not cheesy. It's mm-hmm. when it like all sees fruition and stuff that it starts to seem a little like I'm dropping things, don't worry. Oh, I thought that was me because I knocked that. I thought like cause Hold on. You made me lose my train of thought. Dropping that. I didn't the, do anything. The thing from the past with the mummy and his lover or whatever, it's like that whole setup sequence was like, oh, okay. like this is like a cool movie. Like it's weird that they're speaking another language, but it's also cool that they're attempting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's just cool things about it. And then when it starts well, in like the now period or whatever, the, the this is what's going on now. It starts to become a little more cheesy. Yeah. And as a kid, I mean, it probably I probably didn't notice it, but as an adult, I'm like, ah, oh, this is kind of like, Meh. you know. Yeah. Well, also, you think about it. There's not a whole lot of movies, especially in that time period, about Egypt that wasn't mm-hmm. Moses. <laughs> like, I feel like ninety percent of basically Egypt movies have been about Moses, basically. That's true. In Egypt. Whereas this one, again, I know that there's, if you go back, there's other ones. Like there's, um, there's others that are similar stylistically. I think that for some reason I'm thinking there was like a movie on Cleopatra or something like way back in like the fifties or something. There probably was. But like, again, like they are doing Egypt or whatever. And it's kind of interesting. Obviously I don't know like accuracy of like anything with it, but it's just interesting of like taking some of the mythology of like and Egypt, bringing it to Horus, life and Seti, yeah. all that Anubis um, and putting it into a movie. Yep. And honestly, while you were saying like, honest, I think this movie is a bad movie. Like it's not a good movie. I actually, I looked it up on Letterboxd to look at the cast and I yeah. saw your rating. You don't type ratings out when you rate a movie on Letterboxd. I don't think so. You what should. Do I rate it? You rated it a three out of five. Yeah. Parker, our friend Parker rated it a three out of five. And uh, his review was, the scarabs crawling under the skin is what I picture meth doing to people. Uh, and also said, everyone is far too sexy in this movie. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it has that thing of where everyone's people, hot. Yeah, it's all the, the even acting. like the people that are the grungy grunts or whatever yeah. are attractive. Well, that's that's the thing is like during that time period, it's like if you got cast in something it's like, oh, your looks. Yeah. Whereas I feel like lately there's been a lot which, more. Which brings this up. And yeah. this is going to mm, some people may find this to be a really bad take. But uh, is Brendan Fraser a good actor or is he just super attractive for the time? Because I've seen Encino Man. I've seen his movie, The Looney Tunes. I've seen the monkey one he's in or whatever. 
And George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle. Dudley Do-Right. Like, yeah, Dudley Do-Right. Oh, and I guess I've seen Bedazzle. But I feel like a lot of oh, yeah, his he was movies, the... the acting is just like not great. But Here's... then there's some that are like really good. But that's why, because he's in The Whale. Yeah. And I've heard nothing but great things about The Whale. So this is, because I, I remember, um, I think I was in high school or something. Like I had a teacher that was talking about him or something. Um, he's kind of an interesting case because he was like, I believe he's like a formally trained, like Shakespearean really? like, theater. Like he has a lot of things, but he ends up being in these like kind of dumb, quirky family action yeah. flicks. Again, he is that, you know, especially like the night he was one of the nineties hunks that oh, everyone mean, was yeah, like, like Gosh, and Sino I mean, Man is such a classic. Also, George of the Jungle. Jungle yep. He has his shirt off like 90% of the movie, yep. and he's fucking shredded. Um, so with him, I don't know. Like, and again, this is one of the things that's it's difficult to judge an actor because I'm honestly, I don't think he's bad by any means. Because I think the big thing is the quality of the movie here. Again, this is not a good movie. However, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Like, but, but like that's that's what brings us up is because everyone else is I okay, the mummy specifically, I felt like everyone saying their lines or whatever yeah. seemed fine, except for his seemed forced and kind of awkward. Like which you know ones? What I mean? Like, well, I guess okay, I guess when I really think about it, his character had all like the witty one-liner action yeah. lines that every movie wants, and He's those are the, the those are probably the hunk. ones that I'm thinking about. That, that are, they're terrible. Yeah. They're terrible lines. But I mean, he. To, what was I going to say? The um, he has a level of a lot of his things. Also, well, so okay, yeah. So this movie again, it's not a good movie. There's a lot of like the writing and the dialogue where it's just like, yeah, that's cheesy as fuck mm -hmm. or that's weird. Um, however, this movie, I think the reason why this one's a lot more fun and uh, I think aged better, because again, I still don't think it's like it's a good movie, but it's a movie I'd watch again. Like it's just it's a fun time because it has some self-aware aspects to it. Like it's a little bit more. Like, oh, yeah, this is a action flick, but we're not going to take ourselves too seriously. Like, they, there's one moment in particular I can think of, of is where it's like the scary ghoul Egyptian guard things. Like, the, the scary ones, not the priests that are, like, basically, like, cannon fodder. Like, the ones with, like, the helmets and the swords. He's like, not these guys again. Um, actually, I think that's from a quote from the second one. Yeah, but, that's, um, that's the sequel. No, but they're in the first one, and they're the things that almost kill him. Uh -huh. But Jonathan reads the book and he takes control of him. Like right as they're yeah. like, about to stab yeah. him. But when you first meet him, he yells at them and then they yell back and he's like, nope. Yep. Like that whole thing is like usually in like serious action flicks. It's like if the, you know, main protagonist or warrior character or whatever yells or something, it's like they're going to kick some ass or whatever. Whereas this one, it's just like, oh, he does that thing. They yell back and he gets the fuck out of there. You know, it's getting it's just there's little interactions where it just it, it knows what it's trying to do. Like, if anything, it just leans into the cheese and has those moments where it's just again, it makes it more fun. It's yeah. not like groundbreaking or anything like that. It's just it's a fun time. It's it's meant 
not to be taken seriously. It's meant to just, oh, here's like a little thing that we've got a little bit of the horror aspect, which I think this is the thing that particularly made this one better than the first. I mean, the second one. Because the, the second, I, I feel seen like the second one at all, we'll talk about it. But the um, that one leans more into action, whereas yeah. this one is kind of action horror comedy. Yeah. And this one, I mean, even like the visual effects have not yeah. aged well. Oh, no. Absolutely but even not. like some of it, like the main mummy guy turning yeah. in like his special effects of his body decaying or whatever. Yeah. That like even now I'm like oh no wonder I was horrified of that as a kid like that yeah. is scary yeah like he in particular there are a couple like again the most of, like the big effects like they look pretty terrible the more subtle ones they're okay like yeah. when for example the main mummy guy when he's mostly um you know healed but then he still has like a little, little bit, bit of, of the, the like decay. that doesn't look terrible. terrible yeah like whereas like the big sand oh what there's actually a name for it um at least i think arizona calls it the the haboob or something like that the haboob? it's a big dust wall oh yes um that looks terrible it's it's really bad like it just it doesn't age well and most of the like little mummy undead things those also look pretty bad the scarabs also don't look particularly good in most of the movie. Well, that's the other thing, too. I'm just thinking about it. The more of, like, the lines and everything, it just leans into, like, the cheese. The um, When they find his tomb, um, well, actually, when they're looking for it, they're because um, Evie and Jonathan, the two, you know, siblings that are he's working with, they're, like, digging, and they're talking about how stupid the Americans are. And they're like, no offense, none taken. And then she says something. No offense, none taken. Yeah. Like again, it just kind of like leans into it when they in eventually do find him, and they open it up, and they're like, "He's still juicy," you know. It's just, it's, it's just meant to be that kind of cheesy, campy yeah. humor. The the classic late nineties, early thousands cheesy action flick. Exactly. It's a, uh, I don't know. I think it's it's aged particularly. It's aged. It's well. aged. Well, like as, as obviously a whole, the it's aged well, but then there's like certain things that haven't. Well, I mean, if you, especially if you just compare it to when they tried to do like the reboot and I, the um, well, with I think Tom Cruise. The issue with the reboot with Tom Cruise is they built it trying to make a franchise rather. Well, than yeah, they tried to make, to make a movie. monster universe. Yeah, whereas this one like was like Marm. we're just trying to make a movie. Yeah, and was, I think I think even this movie's a remake of one they did a long time ago, isn't it? Well, I think the mummy there's the mummy is like a classic, uh, Warner, Warner brothers monster. Yeah. Well, like Frankenstein and different things. Like there was always a mummy like this was yeah, the original one, the mummy in 1932. Like, I don't know specifically what they kept of the story. I don't know if they added like a backstory or whatever. Um, but yeah, this one, the other thing I heard between like the the reboot is I think they tried to go more serious with the the other one, the Tom Cruise one. Yeah. Whereas this one, again, it didn't take itself too seriously. It had kind of an interesting setting, you know, Egypt. It had a little bit of those like mystery horror elements. Again, I think this line probably defines the movie as best. Like what harm can come from reading a book? Exactly. 
And it's just like, yeah, like they know the absurdity of the whole situation and they kind of lean into it. And there's like little nods to like, yeah, we know what we're doing. This isn't very good, but it's fun. You know, it's um, like to me, almost I put it more in comedy and I do think it's kind of cool because it's I think it's a very fine balance of trying to get some horror elements with comedy because sometimes it can be, I don't know, it doesn't, it can, it can clash a little bit. Yeah. Obviously this one, now watching it, like, I don't think it's scary at all. No, but yeah. As a child, holy Like, like fuck. now watching it, I wouldn't be, like, as a, I mean, there was a while where I was like, why would my parents let me watch weird shit like this, you know? But like. My mom loved Brendan Fraser. Yeah, well, so. now that I watch this as a adult, family I'm more. like. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't think twice of watching this in front of, like, my niece or anything. Like, yeah, my mind would just be like, oh, whatever. It's not bad and turn it on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it is, again, meant to be one of those more. Um, oh, I guess it still is PG-13. Yeah, but it's still it's um, like it's like a family older family movie or whatever. Yeah. I guess I guess this movie is an actual remake of. The original one from 1932. Is an actual remake? Yeah. Like I looked it up and it said that it is a remake of the 1932 mummy, not a reimagining, like a remake. Well, it'd be interesting to see what that old one, like the story that, of that sh- one is. I'm not going to fucking watch that one. I'll probably watch it. I mean, if you could find it cheap, I'll watch it. I have the only classic uh, horror movie I've seen is The Invisible Man. Mm. But no. Yeah. So. I, yeah, because I want to know what the difference is. Like, that, I yeah. mean, even looking at the characters of the original one, like, oh, you're seeing a lot of the same characters. Oh, names. they have some of the same. Yeah. And so I want to know, like, if it's an actual remake or if the thing I just read was a little. And I wonder if that's what made it kind of interesting is like, they just took it and, like, oh, here's this, like, storyline from the 1930s. 1930s like, it's going to be cheesy do. from yeah. today's standards. So let's just lean into the cheese exactly. and be self aware. Because this is, again, like, there's a lot of similarities, I feel like, between this movie and National Treasure. Yeah. Just because I think they share the same target well, I mean, audience. Let's, let's look at other movies that came out around. But this one, I think, is so much better just because of that self-aware aspect. Yeah. Like, it's a lot more, uh, I don't know, it just knows what it's doing. And I think it does it really well. And that's where I think, honestly, like, again, it's not, like, particularly great acting or whatever mm-hmm. but i think brendan fraser's character is kind of one of the ones that helps like his performance is kind of what sells that cheesy goofy like i don't know there's some actors where i i see them online i'm like uh on like a movie or something and it's just like i can't stand them being on screen like they just it's just so oh like there's yeah. just something about the performance that just feels off i've never had that with him like i, I will say that but especially, I would say the fact that, like, lately now, like, again, The Whale, a Darren Aronofsky film, he's going to be in a Scorsese film. Yep. I think he's a good oh, actor. And like, he, that's the reason why we're even having a comeback. And there's potentially going to be an uh, Encino Man 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brendan Fraser. Okay, so I was just, like, curious. So I looked at every yeah. movie released in 1999, right? And... Just to kind, of, just to kind of set the tone of the kind of movies coming out. Yeah, you had like Blast of the Pat from the past. Yeah, you had Be- Being John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. You had Wild Wild West. I think Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. You had Office Space. Like it was all about like quirky, yeah, 
weird, like not, or the first American pie fight club. Like they're, he was in Fight Club. No, 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 no. I'm no every movie. Oh, movie you're released. saying that every yeah. movie that came out because I was like, I was like, what other movies came out to kind of give a sense of the time? The Iron Giant, mm-hmm. Blue Streak. It really was the year for like just fun movies. Yeah. Well, and just thinking of it too, I but think then you get shit like the Blair Witch Project. That's not a fun movie. I, I continue. Think, sorry. I think Brendan Fraser in particular, like. Just kind of going back on your comment, because I've just been thinking about it. Because if you think of 90s movies, there was, again, it was very much like Galaxy Quest came out in 19... Galaxy Quest is a great movie, but yeah. Like the look of someone. Like, Mm -hmm. again, Brendan Fraser in the 90s was a smoke show. Like, although, like, my mom loved him. Everyone loved him. He was he was hot. Same, honestly, too, like Matthew McConaughey was that kind of character. But Matthew McConaughey in more recent times started taking more serious roles. He yeah, had it's, mud, it's, the, it's the person that Instellar. got acting because they're hot and then is like, no, I want to show that I'm good. Yeah, and that's that's where I feel like Brendan F- Fraser is in, in a kind of a particular case is because, again, he was in all that stuff and then, then he got blacklisted. Yeah. You know, I don't think also like the mummy movies just took a toll on him physically. Yeah. Like I think there's an interview, I think it's for the third one, where he was basically like, he's like, I'm just being held together by tape and ice. Yep. Like, cause he did a lot of his own stunts and like, you kind of think about how many times they probably did some of these things, like his dives and like rolls yeah. and shit. Like that's kind of, that's going to hurt fuck you up. Yeah. Doing that multiple, multiple times, especially cause like he's trying to react to something that's literally not there. You know, he's they're fighting CGI. There's a couple of instances, too, where you're like, yeah, they're clearly not fighting anything there. Um, And so, like, I'm sure he had to do certain stunts like a bunch of times. Like, oh, wait, just in case, like, just so that we can, you know, fit. So you're not like, you know, so we can do this angle. So we can do this. Exactly. Exactly. So he's again, I think in particular case. But again, just seeing the what type of movies he's being in now, because I know he's done like voice acting. Um, He was in the. There's like a something where Mr. Doom or something Doom. I don't remember. It's a HBO series. Yeah, I looked up his credits. I think not that long ago, and I was like, oh, he's been doing stuff, but it's just like he hasn't been doing anything super notable. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. I've only heard good things of like his performance in that of different things, like of him being one of like the strong points. And again, just the fact again being in some of these more, you would say kind of artistic directors yeah you know scorsese arnofsky um like so he was in the poison rose 2019 yeah well i think this is just going to be i i think a defining moment particularly for him just to see if he continues because like you think of like once matthew mcconaughey went to more serious like dramas and showed he had you know actual acting chops instead of just being you know super hot um, and in fact, getting like, well, we did Dallas Buyers Club where he gets, ugh, he looks terrible. He, in that yep, movie. he but, sure um, does. Like he's again done more of those more serious roles, so it's going to be really interesting for him. Um, oh, he was in Jungle Cruise. Who? Brendan Fraser. Oh, is that the one with the Rock and yeah. Emily Blunt? I don't know if he was actually in Jungle Cruise or if it was like. No, yeah, he's in Jungle Cruise. Huh. Interesting. But again, I, I mean, that's a 
that almost seems like the type of movie that seems to be trying to recapture what the 90s were doing with this movie. I guess yeah. start in the 90s and continue the early 2000s. Again, I think you had mentioned too in the other ones, like there's like the pacifier and all these others where they take, you know, someone either like an action star or something and then put them into like these little like kid family friendly movies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But let's talk about Benny. What do you think about Benny? I thought Benny was. I didn't like him. Well, like, I mean, I don't think you're supposed to like him. Yeah, but I mean, having a comedic relief character in a movie that doesn't have a whole lot of tension just seems kind of like. Nah, Here's know? the thing. I will still say that that is more. I don't know. I like the. I like the dynamic between him and Brendan Fraser's character because it was like. No matter what, Brendan Fraser. Why? What's his name in the movie? McConnell. Yeah. No matter what, McConnell like referred to Benny as his friend. Yeah, my little buddy though, Benny. Where is he? We, You're my only wanted. friend. Yeah. You know. <laughs> See, that here's the thing though. I feel like the '90s did a way better job of the comedic relief character than, than we see we now. now. Yeah. Because I feel like now is they're trying to make every single person the comedic relief yep. character or different things, whereas this one. Again, this they one each they have, all had like quirky fun lines, but he was specifically he was the comedic relief. Yeah, he was the 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 one that was again, well also if you think about it, most of his stuff and their interactions is near the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So and when it's like being more serious and more of that horror aspect. Because again, you have like the moment where again we first see McConnell, like they're being charged. He's like, You're with me. He's like, Yeah. He's like, Your strength gives me strength. And then he runs off. And then he runs off. And you're just like, Oh shit, you know, who's this this guy? And then he doesn't let him in the door. Like, yep. don't close that door, man. He closes the door. I'm like, he's a shitty friend. Yes. And then, you know, we see him again. Oh, if it isn't my little bit. So they have this like rivalry, which again, I think they have really good chemistry between the actors like that's what sells that kind of they are kind of like friends but they keep fucking each other yep. over that it it's something that i again is a comedic relief but it doesn't ever feel distracting yeah. like it just it feels like a natural like this is them interacting and the fact that like benny is this completely spineless just i mean you can kind of even see just the fact that he's wearing the necklaces of just about every religion yep so he can be like oh yeah i'm one of you yep you know don't like he doesn't in some ways he just, he doesn't want to rock the boat but he doesn't want to rock the boat for whoever's in power like he just wants to like he, get, he's out for himself yeah he's, he's looking out for, for himself. himself doesn't care who doesn't um, care what but he's also like very bad at looking for himself but he's fine it's sad he has that, his it's moments. sad that he dies yeah, it is. I, I mean, like, even though he's annoying or whatever, fitting that he it dies is, surrounded is. by treasure. That's true. Like, it, he he's the one. Like, usually, and that's where I think is kind of fun with his arc is because he's been the coward, and in a lot of ways, that saved his life. Yeah. So he ran away before they opened up the chest. So all the Americans were, you know, basically the targets for the mummy to kill. He got out of it. Um, and it's not until he like basically steps too far with his greed because usually he's super again he's yep. a fucking coward he runs away from everything um, he goes just a little bit extra and that's what ends up getting him killed is his own greed yeah and again it's a fun little arc and I think it's a good little 
don't know. Interlude. Because again, yeah, none of it's really taken that seriously. But um, I just, I don't know. I think all of the characters, they all have their own thing. Like that's when, again, none of the dialogue is good, but they each have personality. Yeah. Like she's very stubborn, but also smart and kind of clumsy. You yeah. know, that's, I mean, the whole thing is like that shot of she um, destroys the library, which I would be very interested in seeing the behind the scenes of that shot. Cause that's kind of an impressive shot. Cause it, and I mean, it, it was, that was, yeah. That wasn't CGI. I don't think it was. It didn't look like CGI. If that was CGI, they did a fucking way good job of that CGI. They should have put a little more into like the actual the mummy shit because like it like it looks really good. The camera pans around. Like I'm like wow, that's that's an impressive shot. Um, And then the um, her brother again. He's totally like you know he stole the the key from him at the time. But then he also tries to put on a big face. You know. That he's and then, and Mr. Then, Strong guy. And then it all ends the same. The guy gets the girl. It does end very, like, pretty much exactly the same as National Treasure. So you could say National Treasure stole that from this end. Or maybe they stole it but, from just the trope that... Well, there's existed. also that. But just the fact that, like, there's the three main characters. Jonathan, McConnell, and, and him. Yeah. And they're, like, there. And he's like, oh, we're going home empty-handed. Just like Riley and National Treasure is like, ah, oh, you didn't take this. Yep. You know, he's like, oh, but it's clearly like, oh, you got the girl. The difference is, though, I will say, because we recently talked about that one, they actually have chemistry. Like, oh, 100%. her and Brendan Fraser, it's like, they're, okay. There, There is a them. sexual tension between them. They're, and they're, and there's, there's, that could be just because they're both super hot. They you, are both hot who people. Knows? So, um, so yeah, what would you rate this movie? This movie? So on my comedies, I'd probably put it there. It's oh, a good question. Let me think. Because I, I know you're probably the same way I am. What? Where you remember enjoying it so much as a child that you want to rate it higher, but then you like start thinking about it and you're like... Well, here's uh, the thing. It's not a good movie. Like, there's a mm. lot of things that are just, it's bad. I, I think it's the an CGI enjoyable, is, a good. But that's what I'm saying is, like, the, it's such a fun movie. And I think that that fun aspect, because of its self-awareness and kind of how it flows and the chemistry between the characters and everything like that, I think it it pulls off what it is. It's not like a something you should take seriously. Oh, if you yeah. go in taking this seriously, you're going to fucking hate this movie. Yeah, so what would you rate it? I would say... It's a six. Interesting. Like I would say that like it's above that like because it actually does a thing. Yeah. And it does it well. Again, it's full of cheese and campiness, but it's fun. It's an enjoyable movie. It's never like, oh, my gosh, because I, I would have said the same thing, you know, like National Treasure. I had the same nostalgia. Like I would have said like, oh, that was a good Nicolas Cage movie. Watching that recently, I'm like, ooh. Ugh, I did not yeah. age well. For this one, I recently rewatched it, and I'm like, yeah, this is still fun. I'd rate it an eight. An eight. Yep. Because I think it's twice as good as everything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can cut that joke out. I thought that'd be funny no, to you say. Can say it. You glared at me like I, you can say I cut it. your heart out. No, but I would say an eight because, yeah, no, I, it really is enjoyable. And like National Treasure, what? where the fuck did you pull out a makeup brush i've always had these oh but uh the nostalgia side on it gives it a little like 
place in my heart. And granted, that is probably shielding my eyes from reality. Yeah. But I think it's fault of like bad CGI is its only real fault because everything else is very clearly intentional. And I think. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that I mean, CGI just does not age. Yeah. And so I'm like an eight. I think this is a great movie and I think everyone should watch it. Watch it with young children in the room so you can see if they're scared or not. Yeah. And again, it is a little bit more. And again, I don't know if it's that's that's the thing is like, again, going back, I'm like, oh, this isn't scary at all. Like when I was a kid, like this was a horror movie. This was horrifying. It was horrific. But then as I got older, I'm like, this is a comedy. Like this is a fun movie. And and it is. I think it does a lot of good things. And supposedly you're going to watch the second one. Yeah. Because that's going to be this next week's episode. After this one, we're going to have the second one. And I put it in this microphone. And that so now uh, we have to do it. I mean, I can always delete that part. You won't, though. I could. You This this podcast does not matter enough to go through the time to delete that part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's near the end. So it would be really easy. That's true. It would be easy to scrub it's and find like, it. Oh, there it is. Let's but remove that. No, The Mummy. Everyone watch it. Good old 90s. And the yeah. second one. I watched a little bit of it. Well, like, it's, I would almost say this is somewhat, like, I don't know if I would say it's, like, the the pinnacle, but, like, it's near the top of if you want to, like, get a, a feel for the time of 90s action family, family comedy, cheesy, yeah. campy shit, this is it. It captured, like, it just got everything from that era. Yep. It made so and much fucking money. But that it is did. it. The mummy. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, cut.